Hello, and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things group. In this episode, we're going to explore the topic of digital out of home, define the problems, the customer opportunity, and share how Intel's collaborating across the ecosystem to solve it. I'm your host, Mario Zorodovich, and I'm joined today by Maroon Isaac, Business Development Director in the Intel Internet of Things group. Welcome, Maroon. Thank you, Maria. Great to be here. Maroon, why don't you share a little bit with our audience who you are and how you're supporting this topic? Uh, so I drive business development for the digital out-of-home industry, and I work very closely with key functions, strategic functions in the value chain, including media owners, agencies, key technology and data providers. I also sit on the board uh, of the DPAA, which is the largest association in our industry. So I have a front row seat in terms of what's working well in our industry and what we need to do to accelerate growth. So I'm gonna have you define when you say in this industry, are we talking about the technology industry? Are we talking about media? Can you share a little bit more? Uh, you bet. So digital out of home is really the millions uh, of screens that you see outside of the home. Uh, these are the screens in the airport, at the mall, uh, inside of the store, inside of the taxi, on top of the taxi or Uber, uh, in transit, uh, subways, digital billboards, uh, in the elevators. You're starting to see a lot of them in smart city infrastructure, such as Link uh, NYC uh, kiosks in New York City. These screens serve as advertisement media. And today the industry is about $18 billion worldwide. So it is a significant industry. Great. And so in terms of the size of the industry, what is the problem here? What are you trying to solve? Great question. Um, the world of advertisement is really shifting. And this is thanks to the investment by the world of mobile uh, and online advertisement in the areas of targeted advertisement and attribution. So as an advertisement media, regardless whether it's TV, print, radio, digital out of home, unless you are helping brands reach the target audience, you're able to measure and uh, uh, engagement and impact, you will absolutely lose relevance very quickly. So the digital out of home industry has been known as one to many medium. Brands are no longer interested in this type of medium because it's incredibly inefficient and there are lots of spill impressions. They want their ads to reach a select audience. So as a do industry, we need to move away from the old model of being one to many type of audience to a new model of one to select audience. We need to become fully digital and end-to-end -end accountable. This is so interesting because you know, we all, you know, see the headlines and we, we hear the conversations around customer centricity. And you're, that's really what you're talking about is how do you continue to evolve to really meet the need um, and deliver the value to the customer? So talk a little bit more about the landscape. Uh, you know, what are the key drivers that are fueling this? Yeah. Uh, so I always like to start with the positives. We have lots of things going well in our industry. Um, as an advertisement media, we're one of only two mediums that has seen positive growth year over year. And of course, this is pre-COVID-19. Uh, our industry experienced 17% growth last year to the tune of $18 billion. Now, this is for a reason. 
Uh, our industry has invested a great deal in technology and data and analytics. Um, uh, we're, we're no longer what we used to be, uh, which is the one-to-many media, uh, uh, which is the issue that I highlighted earlier. Uh, we have the ability today to do audience planning, uh, programmatic activation, uh, and now measure attribution. Now that's on the programmatic and data side. On the technology side, the level of innovation um, uh, is unprecedented in the areas of interactivity, uh, touchless, whether it's gesture or voice, uh, edge compute, uh, AI, virtualization, security, anonymous, responsible analytics, connectivity, gamification, and the list is very long. Now that's the good news. The bad news is we cannot be complacent, even though we have all the ingredients and technology and resource capabilities to be a fully digital medium. We're only 14% programmatic. And this 14% is like 365% increase over last year. So yes, we can pat ourselves on the back for such an amazing growth and progress, but we need to be at 100% programmatic. We need to have end-to-end -end accountability. In fact, according to Xaxis, which is the number one trading desk in the world, and they are part of the number one global agency, WPP, we can easily double as a do industry and become a $35 billion by year 2025. This is up from 18 billion today. If we continue to accelerate investment in the areas of attribution, programmatic and technology and we must make this happen and we will so tell me a little bit more about this challenge of being programmatic um and and what is really kind of holding back the industry from you know pushing past that uh barrier because it sounds like there's a lot of upside in doing that yeah yeah so um Think, think, think about this, Maria. There is a, a convergence um, of technological advances that's taking place at the same time as everything around uh, the smart city infrastructure, the urban landscape, um, as everything that we know is being reimagined uh, and, and reshaped. Um, as, as smart city infrastructure, as consumers, as we become uh, ever more digitally connected, the opportunities that are emerging uh, for businesses, for industries to get closer to the consumers, uh, providing uh, services, um, uh, digitizing structures, information, and entertainment. Uh, we see the, the digital out-of-home screen, the smart digital out-of-home screen at the core of this new interface between you know, people, uh, places, products and experiences. Now, these are spaces uh, that for decades, uh, we thought of as simply as sites for static advertisement, something uh, to distract people from what they're doing. And so all of a sudden, these can now become exciting, innovative urban touch points. Uh, think of the old phone booth that was digitized in New York City. Think of uh, the old news uh, paper stand that is being digitized to become digital screen. Think in terms of um, the, the garbage can uh, around city infrastructure that is adding screen. Think of the EV charging station that will add screen. So with the advent of sensors, cameras, uh, 5G, AI, um, uh, you know, and lots of edge compute, there is an opportunity for the digital at-home screen to become a central digital asset in this 
type of smart city infrastructure of the future, an asset that I believe will be monetized, not just as an advertisement screen, but also as an IoT center hub for other business models. Uh, the industry will be able to take advantage of all that AI in that digital at-home screen and unlock the value of it. Brune, I love how you're talking about shifting how we're looking at you know, the digital screen, shifting our thinking about what's possible, plus using new um, technology, new approaches to create new value. So let's talk about this topic of 3A. I've heard you uh, mention it before, but what is 3A compliant and how how is it adding to this conversation around digital out of home? Great. Uh, I loved uh, uh, talking about 3A. It's an initiative that we launched last year with the industry with the DPAA, and it's fast becoming uh, the most important initiative behind the do industry becoming a fully digital media, and it's called 3A. Uh, 3A stands for addressable, accountable, and attributable. And as an industry, I premise, uh, I believe we're not going anywhere unless we can mimic. Uh, we have the ability to, uh, to become what the world of online and mobile advertisement can do today. Um, and of course, we have to do it anonymously and we, without any of the issues uh, uh, plaguing uh, the world of uh, online and mobile advertisement, such as viewability, ad blocking, and fraud. And I believe 3A gets us there. The first A stands for addressable, meaning you can serve or activate an ad when the right audience, when the right consumer is in proximity of the digital out-of-home screen. 2A stands for accountable, um, meaning we can measure exposure, uh, how many people are around the screen, who looked at the ad, for how long, such as dwell time. We can even measure uh, context uh, anonymously, such as uh, emotions, what zone uh, of the screen you gazed at, etc. 3A is attributable, meaning for the first time ever as an industry, we can measure whether exposure to an ad drove real business outcome in the form of offline to offline attribution or offline to off uh, to online attribution. This is really a game changer for the industry because for the first time we can measure lift in intent. In other words, we're starting to close the loop. So in summary, 3A is really critical in our message is that every screen must become 3A compliant. And in doing so, our industry has an opportunity to raise the value of CPMs, increase the advertisement spent for us on route to be to double our industry and make the digital at a home um, as a core media of every brand multi-channel strategy. That's the opportunity behind 3A. So talk more about the roadmap. Like, what is it going to take? What are the next steps ahead? Yeah, uh, so when you think in terms of, you know, what is the future of the digital out-of-home screen? What, what is that vision? It's really about enabling the screen to become 3A aware, what I described uh, earlier, which is, you know, making it audience aware, contextual aware, but it's a lot more than that. It's a screen that will be able in the future to render rich uh, experiences uh, and media, 2K, 4K, 8K. This is the screen that's gonna sit in the same XYZ coordinate for the next five to 10 years, right? That screen needs to become contextual aware, uh, recognition aware. When I say the word recognition, I mean recognition that is responsible. 
It needs to become touchless. Um, in the world of COVID, no one is going to touch the screen. So we need to enable uh, uh, gesture-based or voice uh, experiences. It needs to become AI responsive. Think of the screen in the future as becoming an AI in the box. And of course, uh, as you have millions and millions of this footprint, it needs to be managed. It needs to be secure. And with the advent of 5G, it needs to be 5G connected. This is the screen of the future. So as a media owner, you have to, to future-proof uh, that investment. And the strategy, I would say, is twofold. Um, number one, you need your screen to become 3A compliant, and you need, you need to do it at screen, right? It, I mean, the most important priority is for the screen to become an effective and very engaging advertisement media. And we've enabled a number of hardware uh, providers like Seneca Aero, now Micro, to ship uh, Intel-based platforms that are 3A compliant, really as easy as plug and play. Now, these are compute platforms that have lots of edge compute and AI capabilities. This is important as we're working with our technology partners to innovate at the speed of the internet and unlock the value of that edge compute and AI that you have now in the screen. So again, when you think of the next generation screen, a screen that has so much edge compute, 5G, AI, um, uh, and all sorts of awareness, all of a sudden we have so much potential for the industry. We have an opportunity to expand the business model beyond what it is today, which is advertisement revenue, and into other areas, uh, whether it's observational research, marketing, brilliant creatives. Um, as example, uh, and I really would love to highlight this example. Think in terms of the world of observational research, which is in the billions of dollars today, and it's incredibly inefficient because it takes weeks to report out on insights. So imagine if you're a sports brand and looking to understand what is trending in the area of fashion, the do industry, the do screen, uh, you know, example being the taxi top, can take advantage of responsive and responsible AI models that can understand color, brand of shoes, logos, uh, et cetera. And you can do this all in real time. And so all of a sudden there is an opportunity to shift some of the observational research spend um, you know, to the do screen. This is absolutely huge. So I believe that our industry will be able to unlock the value of compute and AI at the edge. This is why as a media owner, you really need to make sure that you're thinking beyond the one to two year time horizon and beyond your existing business model. Um, I promise that the future of the industry is incredibly exciting because, of, uh, because we have an opportunity to unlock the value of AI and edge compute. Faroon, this is really great in terms of where you're thinking ahead uh, around the business model and the new opportunity. You've mentioned edge compute a couple times. I would love for you to um, explain what do you mean by edge compute uh, with this trending technology and the value that it provides specifically for this conversation, just to make sure our audience understands um, and is tracking with what you're saying. Yes, uh, by edge by edge compute it means. Uh, so remember, the 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 digital out of home screen is going to become an IoT sensor hub. The last thing that we want is for the screen to sense something, uh, whether it's an image or a video, and send it to the cloud. 
we need to make sure that we're anchored in privacy. In other words, we need a lot of processing at the edge to process that image in milliseconds to make sense of it anonymously, uh, delete the image, and then send the metadata to the cloud. Without having a lot of processing at the edge, meaning in the, in the, uh, at the screen level, all of a sudden our industry st uh, stands to not be in compliance with GDPR or CCPA privacy requirement. This is, so when I talk about edge compute, is about being able to allow us to be anchored in privacy, do uh, 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 run AI models anonymously, responsibly, enable touchless, enable gesture, voice activated uh, experiences, uh, enable to render media locally, whether it's 2K, 4K, 8K in the future, and the list is long. Maroon, what are your takeaways for media owners and those who are working in the ecosystem? Um, Maria, I would like to share um, four uh, takeaways uh, for a media owner uh, or media owners in the do space as they start to make investment in the next generation screens. It's really important for you to future proof uh, your investment. Number one, look further than you can see. Uh, smart technology might seem niche for now, but the gap be between niche and mainstream is likely to be a really small one uh, very soon. Uh, number two, think bigger than your business category. Uh, smart screens, uh, sensors, enable media owners, brands, and retailers to all of a sudden become transport providers, market researchers. Uh, the connected world is now your business opportunity. Number three, cheap is no longer a good value. Uh, opting for base level, low cost screen technology that does what you need it to, like right now, is potentially a costly decision. Uh, failing to equip your infrastructure with the right technology um, that will make it a part of the smart city infrastructure that I talked uh, uh, about earlier will likely cost you opportunities in the not too distant future. And number four, and which is really critical, focus on the consumer benefits and the privacy concerns will absolutely take care of themselves. Being on the right side of the law is really essential, of course, but so is being on the right side um, uh, of the consumers. Great. So how does someone get in contact with you, Maureen? Um, the, uh, I, I would love to work with, uh, with our ecosystem and, um, uh, and all uh, uh, you know, the key functions in the value chain. And I'm, I'll, I'll give you how to connect with me. Uh, but there's an opportunity here uh, you know, to partner with the ecosystem uh, at large. And we're working with all of them. Uh, Mario, we're working with um, uh, edge stack platform providers, data providers to enable audience planning, programmatic activation and attribution. Uh, we're working with, uh, 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 you know, ISVs to unlock the value. We have an opportunity to leverage tens of thousands of AI models and unlock the value uh, of these models via the digital at home screens. Um, we're working with a number of hardware providers um, uh, and software uh, providers to make it easily uh, to enable the future, uh, the future of the screen today. So if you are, um, uh, you know, someone in the ecosystem that plays in those areas, I would love to get in touch and work with you to enable that vision 
to make that vision a reality today. You can connect with me. Uh, number, please make sure that you reach out to your local Intel team, but you can also reach out directly at uh, maroon.i.isaac at intel.com, or you can reach me at LinkedIn. My profile is Maroon Isaac, one was one word. Maroon, I really want to thank you uh, for today's conversation. Your understanding of the opportunity out in front of us um, within the ecosystem for media owners and really ultimately um, changing that experience and improving that experience for the customer is really amazing. So thank you so much for sharing um, your expertise and experience on this topic. Maria, thank you so much again. My pleasure to be here. This is Baroon Isaac, Business Development Director in the Intel Internet of Things Group. I want to thank our audience for tuning in to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group. Thank you.